Welcome to Coindesk's Women Who Web3 podcast, your weekly podcast celebrating women supporting women, investing in women, and bridging the gender gap in wealth through Web3. Blockchain technology can be anything. That's what they're doing. They're here to support other women, and they are supporting themselves in the process. They said 70% of Latin Americans are underbanked or unbanked. 51% are using crypto. And we actually have a country, Iceland, who is at 90% parity. And guess what they have? 12 months maternity leave. Isn't that gorgeous? Women, do you want to wait 132 years to have a year maternity leave? I don't. Go from can't to can. I'm your host, Cams, and I'm on a mission to empower women across the globe to unlock the unlimited potential and earning power inside themselves through Web3. Whether you're just crypto curious or a crypto connoisseur, this podcast is for you. Let's get it. Hi, and welcome to Women Who Web 3. It's your girl, Cams. On this week's show, we're talking about the importance of the adoption of Web 3 in Latino communities and increasing Latin American representation, especially Latinas in Web 3. This is so important because today, 70% of Latin Americans' population remains unbanked or underbanked, and 58% of point-of-sale purchases are still made in cash. Finally, it's worth noting some data that indicates that historically, Latinas have been underrepresented in the tech industry, where only 2% of IT-related jobs in the United States are held by Hispanic women, according to data from Built-in. The same is true in Latin America, where women are significantly underrepresented in the STEM fields, according to IDB research. In a press release recently by MasterCard, June 2022, they share that Latin Americans just desire flexibility and convenience in digital currencies and payments and are seeking more support from their financial institutions. But aren't we all right? A survey by MasterCard from July found that 51% of consumers in Latin America have made at least one transaction with cryptocurrencies. So there's something that crypto is doing right that's catering to these populations. So here today, we have the perfect women to chat about this. Originally from Venezuela, Lex, better known as NFT Girl, is a collector and host of the shows The Joy of NFTs and If You Know You Know. She has curated over 500 art pieces. I've actually looked at it on OpenSea. It's pretty impressive. And collected over 150 NFT projects over the last two years. NFT Girl's mission is to uplift artists and creators, enable connections within the Web3 community, and educate the masses about Web3 and NFTs. She's also a featured collector at Sotheby's and is recognized among the top 100 most influential community leaders in the NFT space. We also have the incredible Diana, better known as Bell NFTs, Diana, whose family hails from Colombia in 2021, didn't even know what an NFT was. Same with me, actually. And fast forward to the present day, she has replaced her six-figure salary by trading NFTs and just participating in the Web3 space. Bell's mission is to empower women and promote their participation in emerging blockchain technologies. They just recently co-founded XYZ News Together, which offers bilingual content and education in the Web3 space. Welcome, Lex and Diana. Thank you so much for having us. We're super excited to talk with you. 
Thank you. Yeah, this is going to be an amazing conversation. It's a really important topic and we're happy to be here. Thank you. Yes. And you're just the perfect people to talk about it with. You've accomplished so much. And recently you've taken advantage of the benefits of Web3 technologies. What gets you up in the morning? For me is my ambition and my drive that comes from my family. Being from Latin America, I saw the lack of opportunities that people that live in third world countries, you know, go through. In my family in particular, there's a lot of undiscovered artists in my family and entrepreneurs that never made it. And for me, seeing them struggle uh, as I was growing up in Venezuela really empowered me to break that barrier and help them change their lives. So that is my family and, and the things that they have gone through and me wanting a better future for them is definitely what wakes me up uh, in the morning. Well, I'm a first generation Latina, which comes with a lot of self-imposed regulations, a lot of self-imposed cultural limitations and on and on and on, right? I was very blessed though to come from a family in which from zero, but we were encouraged to reach for the stars. And so I did. I went into corporate, pretty successful corporate career. I had 16 years in risk management. I was in a leadership role. Absolutely loved it. Loved specifically, I found a true love for teaching and training women, particularly Latina, because I think that, again, going back to those self-imposed limitations, we tend to think everyone else can accomplish it, but not me. It's not really in my cards to get it done, right? So I really love the opportunity to be able to push other women to accomplish this, particularly younger women. I was in corporate, like I said, living a very happy life. And a few years ago, unfortunately, I lost my husband to cancer. I was left with a two-year-old and a nine-year-old. And as you can imagine, that was you know completely life-shattering. It kind of makes you refocus on what your life goals are and what you want to accomplish here on this earth, right? As a single mom, as a widowed mom, now I have two kids who are looking up at me with everything, you know? So those are my goals. So I quit my job because I decided that really what I wanted to do was that I wanted to help other women. One of the most impacting things to me for when this happened to me was seeing other widows in my place particularly the Spanish community, the Latin women, who didn't know that they even had the resources that they did. Their husband had no will. They couldn't understand the language. They had no idea where to go. They were having to go back into the workforce. It was heartbreaking. And I told myself, if I have a method to help them, then I will. Quit my job and went to law school. And when I was studying for law school is when I met Lex. I started to learn, again, I'm a single mom now. So finance to me is of utmost importance for myself and for my kids. So I started to dig deeper into crypto. I had already done stocks. Started to dig deeper into crypto, started to learn about NFTs, fell in love with the community and the financial opportunities. Yeah. And the fact that truly it's such an early space that I can make whatever it is that I want. So I decided to pivot completely and go into Web3 full-time, teach other women how to become financially free. That is uh, how we ended up co-founding XYZ News. Oh my goodness. I don't even know what to say. While you were talking, 
both of you while you're talking, I was like, holy shit, this is a lot to unpack. And Diana, I just want to say thank you for sharing your story, especially with your husband. You saw me, I was like tearing up. I was like, oh dear, my mom recently lost her husband, my dad, a couple of years ago. And so I know what it's like to see my mom struggling through that and especially not having the will. Also, English is her fourth language, so it's very <laughs> difficult. So even me trying to help her figure things out, it's a lot. And then again, like as a mom I of an almost nine-month-old boy, oh, it just tugs at my heartstrings. Speaking of helping other women navigate so many adversities that can pop up in life and helping them through the power and potential of Web3, to both of you, how do we increase the participation of Latinas specifically in Web3 technologies so they can also take advantage of the power and potential of Web3? I think the first step is the awareness of it. I think there's a lot of, I would say, uh, how I'm bad with English sayings because English is not my first language, but what would you call it? Like, bells and whistles going around that are <laughs> fake and you don't know what's true you don't know what's scammy you don't know what's real and i think the first thing is um having a place to go where you can find that awareness of the space for the good things that it provides and the only way to do that is to have spanish content whether that's written whether that's in interviews like we're doing today, whether that is in news, in social media, because a lot of the, the content and the information that's consumed is through social media. So I think that Latinos that have gone through the process of understanding crypto and have been able to seize the opportunities within crypto for them to share what they've learned in Spanish is extremely important for others to start adopting it. And so and that's really one of the main reasons why we started XYZ News. But I think that it's important also to recognize that one of the first steps for a person, especially for women, to for it to be believable for them is to have someone that is relatable to them. You know, once you see in any industry, if you see people that are making it, that are doing things that don't look like you, chances are you're going to say that's not for me. And so I think that part of our um, mission to become more public and to provide a public platform for others to come and chat and learn, et cetera, is the visual representation to where not only are we out there, but we're also encouraging other Latinos in the space. I can't tell you just this week at Art Basel, in which we have been speaking to other women and we kind of explain what it is. And turns out they're Latino, they speak Spanish. They have not once spoken Spanish in the space. And yet now that they see us and they're like, oh wow, there's Latinas that are doing this. What's the show? Let me participate. I would love to be able to do this. Where the vast majority of the news regulation, groundbreaking technology, et cetera, typically comes first in the English language. And it's completely unfair that just because you speak another language, you don't have access to that. So we take that responsibility pretty seriously because it, it impacts us. It's what we speak at home. 
So why wouldn't we want to show that, you know, in a professional way? I want to add to that because we get so passionate about this mm-hmm. because one thing is that it's not a Latino problem. This is a a worldwide problem. You know, the information is mainly in English. So whatever your language is, if it's not English, you're already at a disadvantage financially. So that's number one. Number two, women and, and young men too come into the space and a lot of the times they've never encountered the opportunities and the the jobs and the things that they never imagined they could achieve in Web 2. And now they're seeing all of this coming at them in Web 3 and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to navigate it because it's their first time, uh, you know, experiencing it. So I think with us, we kind of have that advantage of we had a corporate job before this and we did navigate business, you know, environments where we knew how to present ourselves, how to have a personal brand and how to not sell yourself short. So a few things that we see that we can add to the community and help them like realize that they can do that too. Oh, I, I just love listening to both of you and just hearing your real world experiences is already so powerful for the listeners on this podcast. I wanted to share, you know, like when I was at Harvard, like it's primarily white students there and me being Filipino and black, I appreciated so much that there was a group of Filipinos there, that there was a, a black and African graduation and those things celebrate who we are. When we aren't seen or we aren't talked to, we dismiss it. Just cognitively, we dismiss it. It's automatically, Diana, you had said it so perfectly, I think. You said, oh, it's not for me. And it's not even another thought. That's it. That's why I found it so interesting. Like It was so shocking to me that even though they said 70% of Latin Americans are underbanked or unbanked, 51% are using crypto. And so when you chatted about awareness, it's just knowing about it. And then also, uh, Lex, you brought up, you know, it has to be credible. It has to be something they trust. And so, Diana, you talked about we speak the language. We have this opportunity to bring this to more people. And so I was just so impressed and so proud to see you open XYZ News. Please tell us all about it. How can we consume it? What are your plans? Uh, Give us all the alpha. So we started with a few shows at the beginning of the year and they didn't even have a name for a while. They were just Twitter spaces that we would open and people would join and we would just open our rooms and, you know, set a topic for the day and talk about it and maybe bring someone that maybe has already achieved that or maybe has gone through the situation, uh, a particular situation so they can bring kind of those lessons Uh, to the conversation. Uh, And then we started to see a lot of traction. And then we were like, okay, what are we going to call this? Like, we need to step it up. We need to add a brand and like, you know, assert ourselves and and really commit to what we're doing here. So that's when we started with If You Know You Know, which was our first show. And then we had If You Know You Know in Espanol, which then turned into Rompiendo Barreras. We completely rebranded it to just be Spanish only. And so we had these two shows weekly, Monday and Wednesday, and we kept seeing the feedback from the community and people that would come up on on to talk on stage on on Twitter spaces and be like, 
I had no idea about this. And our goal was never to to start and end with one show. Like if you know, you know, uh, we wanted to grow it even bigger than that and bring others, you know, joining us in this mission. So that's when we started uh, XYZ News, which is a media, a Web3 media company that produces shows like If You Know You Know, Rompiendo Barreras and more. We'll create more shows. Uh, we want to invite other hosts in the future to join us as well, because we know that we cannot do it all, even though we try. There's very little people that look like us that are doing this. But I think that, you know, it presents an even greater opportunity for us to move forward. And it's been incredibly rewarding to do so. One of the things about us that we constantly internally talk about and and hope that others see it, we definitely don't do fluff. You know, we are both 100% in the weeds of crypto and NFTs and Web3. Every single day we breathe it, eat it, you know, live with it every single day. <laughs> and our mission is that whenever you walk away from one of our shows that you have taken away something tangible that you can apply to your career, to your life, to your next plans, to make you greater, to go from good to greater. And even in, when we're laughing, because sometimes that data, that information can be dry, right? So we have to also make it fun. It's packaging really important information that we believe you need to know, which is why we started it. If you know, you know. We believe you need to know or the people that you need to know to further your experience, your journey in Web3. But we do it in a very fun way. And even when we are just having fun, making jokes, bringing up people, we're building that community, which is the backbone of our community. You know, it's connecting with other people, it's sharing experiences, it's being relatable, etc. So That's definitely what all of our shows are centered around. Calling all early stage crypto, blockchain and Web3 startups, teams and builders. Apply to Coindesk PitchFest, powered by Google Cloud, and pitch live on stage at Consensus in Austin this April. Winners will receive two VIP Piranha Passes to Consensus 2024, featured coverage on Coindesk, and an invitation to present at Coindesk's Private Investor Summit, Ideas 2023. Learn more and apply at consensus.coindesk.com slash pitchfest. Oh, that's so amazing. And I can't wait to send as many people as I can there to listen to your content. Something that stood out to me most was that it was going to have bilingual content. Do you already have bilingual content on there? And what does that content look like? Yes. So we have, if you know, you know, on Wednesdays, uh, which is in English, and we have uh, the same format, uh, but in Spanish on Mondays, which is Rompiendo Barreras. Uh, and I say Mondays and Wednesdays, that's just our live shows, but we record all of them and put them in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you consume your streaming content, uh, you can find us there by the name of the shows. Those two shows are mainly interview style type of content. So we bring a community builder or an artist or a co-founder, anyone that has achieved or is doing great things in the NFT space and has something 
to teach can be an inspiration for other people. We want to uplift those stories because I, I learn from stories. Uh, I am motivated by hearing other people's stories. So, uh, yeah, I, honestly, I'm learning so much from both of you, especially with stories. I like to think I'm a storyteller and I am very motivated by other people's stories. I'm here because of other people's stories and I'm here to tell other people's stories. So I really appreciate you both for being here with us, sharing your stories. I guess one last question before we share where everybody can find you. What can individuals do and what can communities do respectively to support the adoption of Web3 technologies in Latino communities? I know you touched on a couple things, but I wanted to just rope all of it together in one question. That's a really good question. I'd say that number one, the first most important thing is exposure and providing a platform, providing opportunities for Latinos or for those that are targeting providing good, trustworthy information to the Latino community to have a platform because that's one of the major problems not just in Web3, but in any industry, you know, the Latino community is hungry. It's inbred and in us, it's innately in us that we are hungry and we are go-getters. And if you, you know, give us a small sliver of an opportunity, we'll jump on it and we will work extraordinarily hard. But it's the lack of opportunities. It's the lack of extending that, that chance. And so... For individuals, I think that it's important to become a part of the community. If you are a Latino in the space and you have a platform to shine a light on others, do so. And if you are an individual in the space that is looking for opportunities, join communities, reach out. No question is a stupid question, you know do ton of research. One of the funny things about this space is that a lot of information is there. Sifting through the data, sifting through the information is the hard part. Knowing who to trust, where to go and get your information that's up to date, reliable, that's not going to scam you, that's not going to you know lead you to the to the wrong place, etc. And it takes a long time sometimes for an individual to do their own research to get there. We are here trying to build a community, are building a community that skips a lot of those steps for you. So if you are an individual trying to find your way, here we are, reach out. We love to have new people. And then if you're a business, you know, coming in a Web2 brand, as we like to say, provide the platform. We're out here. We just need more opportunities. Lex and Diana, you shared so many incredible resources and XYZ News sounds like it's going to be so beneficial for Latino communities, especially the bilingual content in Spanish and English. Please tell everyone where to find you, where to consume this content. Thank you so much for elevating our stories. You can find everything about XYZ News on social media platforms. You can find XYZ News underscore IO uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, everywhere uh, where you consume content. And you can also go to the website uh, where you can see all the shows that are produced by XYZ News by going to XYZNews.io. 
Uh, and if you don't remember anything, you can also go to our personal platforms. I'm NFT Girl on Twitter. You can find everything about our shows on my bio. And Bell. Yeah. And I'm Bell NFTs with an underscore. So Bell underscore NFTs. And all the information is on there as well. I want to take this opportunity to thank you, thank you, thank you for allowing us to be on here. This is exactly what I was talking about, of allowing a platform. And um, it's been a really good conversation. So thank you so much. Thank you both for your time and energy. Just so excited to have you here and so proud of you for starting this bilingual and in like in English and Spanish content for Web3 education for people across the globe to consume. And to really bring the power of Web3 to much, much more people, especially the importance of being able to, to receive this as a woman uh, and as a Latina as well. So we're going to jump into, not jump, let's, let's slowly walk into our meditation today. This week's meditation focuses on bringing attention to our inner voice. Before we begin, let's take some nice deep breaths to ground ourselves. Breathe in deep and exhale slowly. The in-breath floats us up and the out-breath allows us to relax and center. Good. Take a comfortable seat. Relax the forehead, tongue, jaw, and shoulders. Soften the belly and the back. Place your full attention and focus on this very moment. And let's chat about transforming our relationship with our inner voice. According to the National Science Foundation, the average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Of those thoughts, 80% are negative and 95% are exactly the same thoughts we had the day before. We can transform this inner critic with its negative comments and thoughts into a powerful friend and source for boosting our well-being. The next time you notice a thought that second-guesses you, limits you, or appears negative, don't worry about it, don't judge it. It's here to serve you, but you can practice talking back and filling your mind with positive thoughts. Reminders of a time you faced a similar problem or situation or decision, and then you triumphed or succeeded. Start using your mind to make a plan to accomplish big tasks by breaking them into smaller ones. You have the power over your relationship with your inner voice. I hope that you will choose to make it your inner friend. Take one last breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And I'll see you next week. I want to thank everybody listening to Women Who Web 3. You can find us on the Coindesk Podcast Network or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Cams. Leave five stars if you learned something. Thank you so much for learning and growing with us. You've been listening to Women Who Web 3 with host Kamala Ancantara. The show has been produced and edited by Michelle Mousseau. Executive producer is Jared Schwartz. Our theme song is All Night Long by Lunera. 
Cams would love to hear from you. You can reach out to her at Cams, K-A-M-Z, at womenwhoweb3.com or podcasts at coindesk.com, subject line, Women Who Web 3. Thanks for listening.